Hi everybody, welcome to the podcast today. We are continuing on in the book of Acts. We're in Acts 18. The last time I was with you, we went from verse 1 down to verse 11. And in verse 6, if you'll remember, uh, Paul declares he's now going uh, fully to the Gentiles. He also said this earlier in the chapter. We talked about that last time we were together. But let's pick up in verse number 12 now. It says, When Gallio was proconsul of Achaia, the Jews with one accord rose up against Paul and brought him to the judgment seat, saying, This fellow persuades men to worship God contrary to the law. And when Paul was about to open his mouth, Gallio said to the Jews, If it were a matter of wrongdoing or wicked crimes, O Jews, there would be reason why I should bear with you. But if it is a question of words and names and your own law, look to it yourselves, for I do not want to be a judge of such matters. <clears throat> and he drove them, verse 16 says, from the judgment seat. Then all the Greeks took Sosthenes, the ruler of the synagogue, and beat him before the judgment seat. But Gallio took no notice of these things. So right here, after the proconsul sends them away, they grab one of the leaders of the synagogue, Sosthenes, and they begin to beat him, and this guy just pays no attention. He doesn't really care. He doesn't care about their life. He doesn't care whether they live or die. He could care less about these Jews, like most people of the world, even today. But uh, he just didn't want to enmesh himself in such uh, deliberations. <clears throat> if you'll remember verse 8 of this same chapter, Crispus, who um, Paul was staying with for some time, uh, he was also the ruler of the synagogue. And so uh, here we see that these guys are, are getting on with the gospel, and uh, the Jews don't, don't take kindly to it. So let's pick up now in verse 18. It says, so Paul, uh, let me just say something about Sosthenes. I almost forgot. Uh, Paul mentions him at the opening of 1 Corinthians. Remember, this is taking place in Corinth. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 1. Uh, this is how the, the book of 1 Corinthians starts. Uh, chapter 1. Paul, called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God, and Sosthenes, our brother. Now that's uh, interesting that he would mention him in such light. And I don't exactly know what all of that means. Maybe he's dedicating the book to, to this man who had been the ruler of the synagogue and, and sort of uh, facilitated the entrance of the gospel into that community. I'm not sure, but it sure is interesting to me. So now this man is being beaten. And then verse 18 says, So Paul remained a good while, and then he took leave of the brethren and sailed for Syria. And Priscilla and Aquila, here we see them again. We picked them up uh, last time in verse number 2. They had come from Italy uh, after the persecution there. And so here we have uh, Priscilla and Aquila were with Paul as he left uh, Corinth. And he had his hair cut off at uh, Centria, for he had taken a vow. Now, we don't know exactly what the vow was. A Nazarite vow probably would not be taken up outside of Judea. So this was a personal private vow that he made to God for some reason. Perhaps it was, Lord, if you get me out of Corinth, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a vow and I'm going to do something. So he shaved his head as a remembrance of this vow, as a remembrance of God's faithfulness and so forth. And uh, so verse, uh, verse 19 says, And he came to Ephesus, and he left them there, left Priscilla and Aquila there. But he himself entered the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews. Man, verse 6. Let me read to you verse 6 again. After the Jews came against him and accused him, he said, Your blood be upon your own heads. I am clean. From now on I will go to the Gentiles. But he still, every time, goes to the synagogue 
and he will usually get some people saved. He will always stir up some dissension, but it's just the way he had a heart for his countrymen, and it's the way he walked that out. So then when they asked him to stay a longer time, he did not consent, uh, but took leave of them, saying, I must by all means keep this coming feast in Jerusalem, but I will return again to you, God willing. And he sailed from Ephesus. And when he had landed at Caesarea and gone up and greeted the church, he went down to Antioch, and he had spent, uh, after he had spent some time there, he departed and went over the region of Galatia and Phrygia. Of course, he's traveling all this while before, uh, toward Jerusalem in order, uh, in order strengthening all the disciples. So his whole purpose of stopping at all these little places was to strengthen the, the people that he met there. And this is, I guess, where I want to stop today because tomorrow we'll get into, again, we'll see uh, uh, the entrance of a man named Apollos, which becomes... Um, um, a, a contemporary of Paul, and then we'll get into uh, Aquila and Priscilla and their ministry a little bit more tomorrow. So this is a good stopping point for today, but let me just say this, that no matter what life brings us, notice every time Paul went to a synagogue, he was beaten or accused or railed against, <clears throat> and he continued to go. Uh, we see his sort of anger come out in verse 6, but again, we see him go to the synagogue and reason with the Jews in verse 19. His heart was for his countrymen, and he knew as blind as they were, as vehemently opposed to him as they were, he was that very same person. And so Paul knew that if he could be saved, so could they. And he refused to give up on them. He refused to, for his own safety even, <clears throat> turn away from them. And so we see a, a tremendous commitment there. Uh, in the heart of Paul the Apostle to reach out to those that certainly were unloving, unloving and unlovable toward him as well. And so uh, you and I need to remember that. And so he went everywhere then throughout all these regions. He, uh, it doesn't say he went back into any synagogues, but now he's strengthening the disciples whom he had met and planted and birthed before. And again, this tells us that we should be a person of edification. We should be a person, person of relationship. We should be a purpose of intentional connecting with people. And it should be done in such a way to uh, strengthen and encourage and, um, and, and uh, complement the lives of other people. And so and with that all being said today, friend, as you go into your world, there will be people there. There will be somebody there maybe that has come against you before or a, a kind of a person, a type of person that has come against you before, but push through that to minister to those and to encourage those and just to be kind to those in your own sphere of influence. As you do, you will strengthen their heart. You will impart courage to their life and you will edify and strengthen them in every particular way. And this is what God has called us to do. We have the goods, and all we have to do is give it away. Amen? So listen, that's all of our time today, friends. Thank you for being with me, and I'll see you right here tomorrow in Acts chapter 18 on the podcast.